Hey, Science Pals, it's Grace. Welcome back to another Snappy Science, which means it's Thursday and we're talking about some science happening in the world. This week, we're talking about something that has me a little heated and it's okay. I will digress, maybe get a little passionate, but it's just because I care about you, the earth, and the world that we both live in together. So the Nord Stream Pipeline blast stirred up toxic sediment. So the Nord Stream Pipeline explosion happened in a dumping ground for chemical warfare, but other contaminants prove most toxic to marine life. You know, they're saying it's just toxic to marine life, but there's no way because the water cycle, literally because of the water cycle. So whatever is in the water, it gets sucked up and evaporated into the air. And what's really frustrating is particular, like why I'm very particularly concerned about this is the blast happened in the vicinity of a historical dumping ground for chemical warfare, including mustard and arsenic agents from the Second World War. And this is just really frustrating to me. So last September, let's backpedal a little bit because we need to talk about why this happened and how it happened. So the explosions that blasted holes in the underwater Nord Stream gas pipelines kicked up long buried toxins at levels high enough to threaten marine life for more than a month. And this happened last September. It was a series of four explosions that ruptured the Nord Stream 1 and 2 gas pipelines, which run from Russia to Germany. And they are close to the Danish island of Bornholm and the Baltic Sea. And this released more than 100,000 tons of methane into the ocean and our atmosphere. It isn't clear who's behind the explosion. I don't want to get into that. I don't really care. It shouldn't have happened. That's how I stand on it. So beneath the dramatic sight of all these bubbles belching up from the sea, the explosion also threw sediment from the seabed, returning it to the water column. And if you're like, well, what's a water column? The water column is when you look at a column of water where the sediments are. So all these sediments that got re-thrown up into the environment are basically just floating through the water column and have to be sorted back out again. And that takes like a very, very long time for the heavy material to fall back down to the bottom. So let's talk about this blast impact. So the blast was estimated to be a power of explosion of about 500 kilograms of TNT. And the models are showing that the explosion, which happened about 70 meters deep, threw up a total of 250,000 tons of sediment, which reached up to 30 meters below sea level. And this is a big concern and a really problematic thing because like these heavy metals and chemical warfare agents that were buried are being stirred up and put back into the water. The problem is that there's other animals that are potentially going to be affected, including the harbor porpoise, of which there are estimated to only be 500 left in the Baltic Sea. So the loss of even one would severely affect this population. And it's possible the blast damaged the porpoise's hearings and their ability to communicate. So that's really good because, you know, water, like they can hear so well in water. So I, I, I can't even imagine like what this did. So on the other end of that, and what we like haven't talked about yet, which is what really like blows my mind is the 100,000 tons of methane that were pumped into the sea and the atmosphere. Are you kidding me? Like we're struggling with climate change. We're struggling with all these other things. And it's just so frustrating at the end of the day that we're having to deal with problems like this. All I can say is climate change is a really big problem that we are all facing. And it's even more discouraging when we have pipelines that are busting and no one is being held responsible for it. It's just kind of like, oh, sorry, all this gas is leaking and we can't do anything about it. But it's like, come on, really? 
there's something we can do about it. Let's just find alternative uses. Let's find alternative uses to gas. Let's find alternative uses to not using gas. And so we're not only just stirring up toxic sediment, but like there's gas leaking. Like gas is just pumping into the ocean and creating this awesome toxic spot in the Baltic Sea. So that's fantastic. Here's the thing about methane. It is a much more potent greenhouse gas and has a much larger greenhouse effect than carbon dioxide, uh, particularly in the short term. And here's the, here's, the, here's the crazy part. This is what kills me. The overall impact of the amount of methane that was leaked, pretty much equivalent to the annual carbon emission of about 2 million cars. That's a lot of greenhouse gas that we're putting into the atmosphere, and it's not a good thing. So there you go, friends. If you haven't heard about this, now you know about this leak that is happening and has continued to happen and literally looks like a explosion in the ocean and is just explosion in the ocean. That kind of rhymed. And it's just this like bubbling geyser in the ocean that's just spewing spewing gas everywhere. Sorry, it's not like a super happy, snappy science, but I think it's something that needs to be talked about because methane leaking into our atmosphere means that climate change is more prevalent now than ever. And it's something that needs to be talked about because we aren't going to fix our climate unless we have conversations about it. So there it is. Really sad that we're just leaking methane into the atmosphere, but hopefully we get it fixed sometime soon. All right, Science Pals, we'll be back next week on Monday with a new episode for you called Planned Obsolence. It's all about how technology basically ages out on you and you have to get the newest and greatest thing. And the science and psychology behind it should be pretty interesting. Uh, So if you loved the podcast, leave a rating and review. Let us know. Join in a conversation about climate change and what's happening in the world and share the information that you learned from this podcast with those around you to make everyone in the world a little bit smarter and more aware. All right, science pals, see you Monday. Bye.